Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, everyone. Welcome into the Friday edition of the Pelicans Podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Daniel Salerson coming to you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. For tonight, the Pelicans will snap their losing streak as they take on the Philadelphia 76ers. It's been a rough go for the Pelicans. Losers of 10 straight as they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday night. And it doesn't get any easier with the Philadelphia 76ers as they are coming off a 115-109 to win over the Boston Celtics last night in Boston. So the good news is it is a back-to-back for the Philadelphia 76ers. The bad news is they're undefeated at home still with a record of 13-0. and And last night, Joel Embiid went off for 38 points, a new season high, and he had 13 rebounds on 12 of 21 shooting. Al Horford did not play for the Philadelphia 76ers, so we'll keep an eye on that as he missed yesterday's game with a sore left knee. After that, the Pelicans come home for two games. They'll take on the Orlando Magic on Sunday and the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday. If you miss any of the Pelicans' weekly show last night, um, you can log on to pelicans.com. And click on the audio gallery, and you can listen to it there. It was a good episode with Pelicans GM Trajan Langdon and part of my conversation with Jameer Nelson. And that brings us to our guest for today, which is Jameer Nelson. Jameer uh, spent played 47 games with the Pelicans in 2017-18. Um, of course, played 10 seasons with the Orlando Magic. He has a few te- teammate, former teammates on this Pelicans squad, and Etwan Moore and J.J. Redick. He lives here in Philadelphia, Chester, PA native. And uh, went to St. Joe's right around the block here in Philadelphia. So Jameer Nelson joins the program today. Talk about a lot of different things. Um, in particular, J.J. Redick, who he was teammates with, of course, Etwan Moore, and and plenty more. So, of course, trying to get more Pelicans, former Pelican alumni here on the on the podcast. And uh, Jameer Nelson, a great get. So we'll get to him in just a second. 6 p.m. Central tip tonight here from Philly as the Pelicans take on the 76ers and then again back home after the game. And we'll get ready for a Sunday matinee affair with the Orlando Magic, one of Jameer's former teams. Speaking of Jameer, let's get to it. Here's my full conversation with Jameer Nelson. All right, Jameer, of course, you uh, spent a, a, a year here in New Orleans, or at least half a season here in New Orleans. Before we get into that, I just want to kind of know, what are you up to these days? Where are you at? Uh, I'm back home in Philadelphia um, in the area. You know, just one, get, trying to get a routine as best as I can. and um, But but more importantly, you know, my next step in my career, I want to do broadcasting. So um getting opportunities doing that in different places and, uh, you know, trying to take advantage of that and get some reps in. I know I know it's hard to adapt with life after basketball, of course, since, you, you know, you just played uh, a couple years ago. So what's been the toughest challenge about uh, transitioning, even with working in the broadcasting field? Well, you know, for 14 years in NBA, you um, every day you got something, you have something to do, whether it's a shoot around, a practice, a meeting, or um, you know, a community service event. And now you just have a lot of time on your hands, and you have to figure out a way to occupy. It's just like a kid going from high school to college, you're gonna have a lot of time on your hands, um, and, and you have to do right by your time and, and manage it the right way. Jameer, let's talk about your time in New Orleans. Again, a brief stint, played 43 games um, with the Pelicans from in 2017-18. What 
Um, what do you remember the most about your time in New Orleans, whether it was just the city or some of the players that you played with? Um, talk about your, your brief stint in New Orleans and how much that kind of impacted your career a little bit. Well, it, it was fun to be around um, the guys, Drew and AD, uh, when he was there, and, you know, because, you know, all those guys, and um, a lot of people may not know, but myself and Ito and I, we're pretty, pretty, really close, you know, being as though we, we played in Orlando together, so I enjoyed my time with him, and the city itself is unique, it's different, you know, when you visit, um, you know, where you're outsider looking and you think it's a party city and all that stuff, but it's actually a cool city just to hang out and uh, enjoy life and see the culture. I always try to ask people, and this is kind of a lifelong poll when you live in New Orleans, about your favorite place to go eat. Was there a certain spot that you got acclimated to that was kind of your go-to place when you were in New Orleans? No. I, 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 I mean, I try to venture out as much as possible. Um, before I played for the team, um, I, I love going to NOLA, which is Emerald uh, Restaurant. So I would always go there when I was on my opposing team, but not so much when I was there because I can get it any day and, you know, anytime I want it. So, um, but I ventured out a lot and went to a lot of different restaurants. I went to uh, Desi Vegas, um, a bunch of different restaurants. I mean, I did just, you know, it was a big list that I wanted to get to. And, you know, I got to, got through most of them. You know, unfortunately, I was only there for half of the season. Um, so I didn't get to, to, to get to the rest of my list. Jameer, you mentioned Etuan Moore, and Etuan's been a true professional ever since he, he's been in New Orleans. Um, for him, even this year, he went from – you know, first uh, starting the season off now in the rotation, then joining the rotation, and then it's kind of been up and down for him, but he's been a, a consummate pro. Um, what do you what's, what sticks out to you the most about Etuan, whether it's on the court or off the court with him? Well, he's the same all the time. He, he, he's never too high or too low. Um, he doesn't wear or show his emotions or wear them on his sleeve like a lot of guys. Um, and he, he did that as, as a young player. That's who he was. Uh, when he was in Orlando um, early in his career. And, and like you said, he's a professional. He, he's a guy that I think every team can use um, on the court and off the court. You know, he's a great locker room guy. Uh, he leads in his own way. Um, but he, he's extremely humble, and, and you know, he, he's always ready. Like, so if he doesn't play for five, six, seven, ten games or whatever, you put him into that next game, he's going to be ready to do his job and um, do it to his best ability. Uh, Jameer, someone else that you were teammates with in Orlando that is now with the Pelicans, you didn't get to play with them when you were here, but of course is J.J. Redick, um, who's in his 13th season now, made the playoffs in all 13 years. I guess he's in his 14th season now. Um, but talk yeah. about J.J., how he's evolved from even your time with him in Orlando um, to now just watching him uh, continue to let it fly from beyond the arc. Yeah, he, he's, he's one of the guys in the league that has a, a unique skill set. You know, people look at they look at J.J., yeah, he's a shooter, but he just doesn't shoot. The way his movement, the way he moves, the way he occupies the defense, uh, the way you have the game plan for him, that's unique. Uh, not not a lot of shooters have to get game plan for it as much as a guy like J.J. Reddick. Um, you know, like you said, I've, I've seen him kind of grow throughout his career, um, coming in Orlando as a rookie and not playing and, and then working his way in a rotation and, and, you know, becoming a star in the league and becoming a household name and, um, you know, I'm happy for him and his family. He, he uh, has a great, great family, and my family we're close. And you know, in terms of being friends off the court, um, so I, I, you know, I admire the, the, the work ethic that he has and um, his approach to the game. Uh, he's the ultimate pro. 
How would you – is he one of the smartest guys you've been around as far as players with basketball IQ? Um, again, you've been in the league for so long. Um, is he one of the smartest guys you've been around as far as game planning and kind of, you know, how much he watches film and how much he, you know, he game plans and stuff like that? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we when you come when you come up through the the, the tree of life of Stan Van Gundy, you're gonna your basketball IQ is gonna go up. He's gonna force you to uh, become a student of the game. He's gonna force you to watch more film than you ever have before in your life. So you just get that through um, through that hard work of Stan. I mean, Stan put that in us as a, as a group. And I was telling somebody the other day the culture that we built. Um, was unbelievable, and and you can you can go down the line and and look at the guys we've had on our team. We have very very really really high IQ, high IQ guys um, from one through fourteen, fifteen, however many was on the team, uh, going through it, the entire coaching staff. How valuable is a guy like JJ for a young team like the Pelicans, who has you know obviously they're dealing with some injuries right now and are on a been battling with some tough losses here of late. How much does a guy like J.J. Riddick help some of these young guys who are kind of learning how to play the game on the fly right now? It means a lot because he knows how to win. He knows how to win. Like you said, he, he's a guy who knows game plans in different situations. He's probably been in every situation possible. So uh, for you guys to have a, such, a, such a young team, especially um, on the wings, you know, he's a guy that those guys should be paying attention to, how he works, what he's eating, um, how, how, how he recovers. Um, just just modeling certain things um, outside of basketball uh, after him. Before I let you go, another guy that you played with that continues to be playing for the for the Atlanta Hawks right now is Vince Carter, who's wrapping up his final year um, with the team in his final year of his NBA career. Um, how would you describe Vince Carter's career? What was it like playing uh, with him, and just how unbelievable his journey has been um, that ends here in Atlanta this season? It was it was kind of surreal, you know. I had always been friends with Vince, and when when the trade went through, um, I couldn't believe it. You know, he called me. He's like, "Look, I'm I'm coming to Orlando." I was like, you know, I, I didn't believe it. It wasn't social media wasn't as big as it is now, so it didn't hit as fast. But it it was unbelievable to see to be on the team with a guy that no matter who was guarding, small, big, you know, it's hard for a guy to be more athletic than him at the time. But even if they were similar in, in athleticism, to get a good shot, you give the ball to Vince Carter and say, make a play. And it was going to be a good play, whether you make or miss a shot, that's different. But, you know, you knew with Vince, he was probably at that time, he was top five in the NBA in terms of um, the talent. I mean, you know, he was older, but he still was just as talented or more talented than everybody else. Well, Jameer, this has been fun. I really appreciate it. Um, best of luck with the broadcasting career. Uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for having. Thanks for coming. All right, thank you. Good luck. That was good stuff there from Jameer Nelson. Really appreciate him coming on today's show. Of course, we'll have another Pelicans podcast for you on Monday. As the show is brought to you by SeatGeek. Of course, if you have not used SeatGeek before, our listeners. If you're using it for the first time, can get a use a code uh, to get 20% off your first purchase. Use the code GOPELS, all one word, all caps, at purchase, at checkout, and you'll be able to get 20% off your first purchase. Uh, SeatGeek, score the best deals on tickets. Again, Monday we'll have our next podcast for you. We'll have a full week of shows getting you ready for our matchups against the Brooklyn Nets. And again, the Pelicans begin their nine-day road trip Right after the Brooklyn Nets game on Tuesday, they'll take on the Minnesota Timberwolves Wednesday in a back-to-back. 
and then it's on the Golden State, then Portland, and of course, a Christmas Day matchup with the Denver Nuggets, but we'll get you caught up in all that stuff when we get closer to it. Tonight's game again, 6 p.m. Central Time from the Wells Fargo Center here in Philadelphia. You can watch it on Fox Sports New Orleans with Joel Myers, Antonio Daniels, and Jen Hale. Todd Graffinini and I will have the call with tip or the pregame show set for 5.30. ESPN New Orleans 100.3 FM. Of course, you can listen also on the Pelicans mobile app and the entire radio network presented by Smoothie King. Big thanks to Caroline Gonzalez for producing today's show. Until Monday, I'm Daniel Sallers, and have a great weekend, and go Pels.